Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yes, indeed. All right, let's talk boxing, shall we? And uh, I know it's a rugby league program, but rugby league and boxing, they are fist in glove. Or, or, yeah, fist in glove these days, aren't they? Pretty much between uh, the two sports. Cody Kay has been uh, good enough to join us on the line. And like me, Cody Kay is a bit of a night owl. Cody, how are you, brother? I'm good, mate. Better for hearing your voice as usual, especially oh, when it's you sweet. edging close to the midnight. Aren't you sweet? Hey, hey Cody Kay. You haven't been in here. We'll have to get well, you. Well, you in. just worked out where that button is, have you? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know I can find the button when I need to, Code. Now, listen, listen. Uh, this fight, okay, so we rewind a few days and Michael Zarafa pulls the pin and it was a big schmozzle. Stevie Spark, he's put his hand up and fair play to him, but you know, Stevie knew, didn't he? He knew he was, he was going to be outclassed or not. He did, mate. And Stevie, look, you know, Stevie reminds me of the fighters of yesteryear. You know, the guys that weren't worried about cutting their records, they just wanted to turn up and fight. And, um, you know, they, they stayed pretty active, stay in the gym. But so he, he took his chance. And look, the reality is, as a lightweight, as a, as a um, super lightweight, um, Stevie, sorry, at lightweight, Stevie is um, 12 wins, 11 knockouts. He stops everybody. He's got power in both hands. The problem is, he was jumping up not one weight class, but two. Um, and at those small weight divisions, you're talking six kilograms. Six kilograms for a guy that fights at 63 kilos is a massive jump. Absolutely. And let's not forget that even though Tim's fighting at uh, 69 kilograms now, 68 kilograms now, he, he, he was fighting at one point as a middleweight and a super middleweight early in his career, and super middleweight's 70. Uh, so the size difference between the two was huge. Mm. And unfortunately, um, unless your name's Manny Pacquiao, your power often doesn't come with you through those heavy divisions. You lose it. Mm. It just doesn't translate because naturally you're not supposed to be fighting at that weight. And so hats off to Stevie for taking the fight when most others wouldn't. Um, but look, I, you know, in hindsight, I don't know that, it was the best thing for Steve, given, you know, he'd only had um, the one loss on his record and, um, you know, really was building quite nicely. So, look, he's, he's a game fighter and he'll be back, but um, he's just fighting a much bigger man. Mm. Let's tell the story, too, about Cody Kay. And talking to Cody, uh, you will have seen Cody uh, quite regularly on Fox Sports News. So let's be upfront about this. I saw Paul Kent, right, being... Uh, given the treatment, the, uh, the the red carpet treatment, flown up there in a chopper. Now, you were going up there to cover it, I thought, but for whatever reason and with the COVID restrictions, etc., you were called back to Sydney Town. Yeah, I tried hanging on to the bottom of the chopper, mate. But, um, I guess... <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before people start laughing and shaking their head, you don't know this bloke very well. He probably would. <laughs> he would do something like that. Oh. So unfortunately, uh, yeah, mate. Um, the COVID world that we live in, my company made a made a decision that um, they wanted to, they wanted to keep me back here, and 
Yeah, funny old world, isn't it? So the goalposts shift every now and then. But um, yeah, didn't Kenty get the treatment? Whizzed up in the chopper. I didn't even know we had one of them, to be honest. I can't find, find it. Yeah, they've got one there somewhere. Yeah, uh, well, Kenny, he's got a late night run somewhere. And mm. There's not much chance of you or me ever ever being flown anywhere in a chopper, Cody. Unfortunately, uh, may, maybe for you, there's hope. I'm I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> But um, Kenny, he's he's a pretty big player these days, as you as you well know. I'm watching a series actually uh, called SWAT. Have you ever watched it? And there was a there was a series episode last week. There was a bloke actually hanging off the chopper for about four or five minutes. So anyway, we'll, we'll... Is, that the, um, is that the uh what's his name? That American bloke in it, the one that I can't stand. Uh, uh yeah, don't know. Ryan Shuttleface. Is that him? I think it no, is. That's Shooter. Oh, I like Shooter. I like Shooter. Anyway, get back on track. Get back on track, Katie. I know it's late. Uh, let's go back to the fight, right? Take us through it then, round by round. It only lasted three rounds. We know that he was a lot lighter. Uh, we know he was outclassed. We know that he was brave, Stevie Smart. But but how good was Tim? Yeah, look, he was. And, and um, they knew exactly what Steve was going to do, that Stevie hadn't been in the gym um, long enough, wasn't going to be fit enough to go 10 rounds. And he had his only chance of a victory with getting... Uh, getting Timmy out of the ring in, inside a round or two. So, look, he started really well. And, and to, to you know, look, Stevie's a puncher, and he landed some really solid shots early on. But um, against a guy like Tim, who's much bigger, it's not going to be enough to get his respect, and it wasn't. Uh, and Tim took those shots, and he walked him down. Um, he wobbled him, and I, I think as soon as he, he started landing those big shots, and, and Tim really has developed a lot of power, you could see the fight went out of Stevie a little bit and he sort of started trying to survive and then of course it was a matter of Tim going to the body that he, he does it so well and it's something that he's worked a lot on uh, over the last 18 months to become a really good body puncher and uh, it's just I mean as Jim Lampley once said if there was one weapon you could take with you to the afterlife it would be a good body rip and Timmy certainly got that now and once he hit guys with that shot um, they never really fully recovered so he hit him with a beautiful body shot uh, in the second dropped him Stevie very very tough got back to his feet but 30 seconds later uh, another body shot, and Phil Austin um, did the right thing and waved it all off. Look, Stevie probably tough enough that he would have tried to get back to his feet, but um, for a guy that's only, what was he, 13 fights, that was his 14th pro career, um, you've got to protect him long term. I mean, I, he was never going to win that fight, and that's why he was paying $9. So, um, And that is unfortunately the nature of the business sometimes, where you've got an A-side like Timmy, and he, he's got the date in the venue book, so he needs an opponent, and um, you know, as I say, Stevie tough enough to take to take the fight. But he, look, he really did get in there knowing that he had to catch Tim with one shot, and no one's done that yet. Um, and it was going to be a hail mary, and it was you know, and credit to Stevie for taking it because um, most guys don't want to fight Tim Zoo with eight weeks preparation out of the belt, let alone one. How many bums on seats do they end up getting there, mate? Do you know? Because I know Georgie Rose, gorgeous George, he was on the program a few uh, last week. I spoke to him. I know you're. a you're a manly fan I don't as well. Actually, know how many they got, okay. but I know that they were hoping for about three quarters. Yeah, so yeah. About two and a half thousand. I think my math is terrible, yeah. but it probably would have been about two and a half, three thousand. It's, a, I mean, it still would have been electric thing in there. Yeah. I was up there for the, the Hogan fight, and um, it, it's a, a, it's a little place. The, the, the Newcastle Entertainment Centre, but with those, the seating bank going up and the, all the energy and the volume going down towards the ring, it's um. It feels like you're in, there's 20,000 now. It's a great spot. So he got the Commonwealth belt as well, yes. Um, what's next on the cards then? So obviously he, wa- he wants a world title, super welterweight at some stage, but still there's a, a couple of steps to take before getting there. W- what's the plan now for Tim? 
Well, so look, the, the, the way things stand at the moment, Tim is the number one challenger to the WBO title. That's held by a guy called Pat um, Texera. He will uni- look to unify his WBO belt against Jamel Charlo uh, in 10 days' time. Charlo's got the other three belts, that is the IBF, the WBC, and uh, I can't remember what the fourth one is now. WBA? WBA, mm. thank you. Um, and so they will unify it. And then Tim, as the number one challenger for the IBF, would be in a very, very good position, along with the other three um, mandatory challengers, to fight for that world title. So it's not a sure thing yet. Obviously an issue for him that he is in Australia, and that fight will happen, you would imagine, in the US, Charlo being the American. He probably, we expect him to win that fight. So I actually think that the waiting game may continue for Tim um, with the world title. I think that um, Charlo uh, would know how dangerous Tim is and isn't going to want to fight him unless he absolutely has to. That, that's quite genuine. I think Tim already poses that, that risk now where he's not a massive name overseas, but guys know who he is and they know that he's a risk. So I think the more likely scenario is that Tim fights a top five ranked opponent uh, who I, whose name I won't mention because I've Hmm. been sworn to secrecy. Hmm. Um, I think that is the more likely uh, option. They, they fight a, a top five ranked opponent, they bring him out here, and after that is the world title. I think, unfortunately, um, COVID is just putting too many obstacles in the way. And look, when you have um, a very rare situation where a guy is able to unify all four, um, all four belts in a division, then, you know, he's got four mandatory challenges. So he said, guys uh, Cody, that yeah, they deserve Cody. the shot. Sorry, mate. He, he, uh, Tim, Sorry. Tim has said there's Liam Smith, there's Kerbinov and Danny Garcia. They're the three boys I'm going for. Are you saying there might be someone else? No, I think it's the first one you mentioned. Yeah, uh, Liam Smith. All right, mate. Hey, Kate, I appreciate you jumping on the line, mate. And um, whenever there's some boxing, I, I like to get you on, and you always put your hand up. So well done, and, and thank you. My pleasure, brother. And I hope you get home and you get to enjoy a, a nice, quiet nine holes at Avalon tomorrow, mate. I might just do that with uh, with the kids in tow. Take care, buddy. There he is, uh, Cody K. Cody K does a really good job on on Fox Sports News, and always. Uh, Always prepared to put his hand up. But well done to Tim Zhu. He keeps on fighting. 19 fights and 19 wins.